Okay, good evening, everybody. Thanks for staying with SAFM and for joining us on the Sports Show. Our opening clip is from the Springboks coach, uh, Jacques Nineba, who named his uh, start match day squad rather for Saturday's rugby championship clash against Australia and Adelaide. It is from 15 Valemse, Galant M, Dialende Mapimpi, Andre Pollard, Fafti Clegg, Dwayne Farimulen, Peter Steph Tutoy, Siako Lisi, Lord Diaga, Eben Elizabeth, Franz Malerbe, Joseph Dweber, and Oxinche. And on the bench, 5 3 splitters, you had Malcolm Mark, Stephen Kitsov, Vincent Koch, Franco Mostad, Kocha uh, Smith, and Jaden Hendricks, Elton Yanchis, and Franz Stein are the three backline players. And he was explaining why he named his squad. Um, as early as Monday. Usually it's a Tuesday, which always seems also seems a bit early, uh, but he explains why he named it on a Monday there. Um, so uh, tonight on the show, we're not going to talk rugby though. We'll do that closer to the game on Saturday. <clears throat> we will go over to the UK to look ahead to Manchester United against Liverpool at Old Trafford tonight. It kicks off at 9. Ed Arons will help us preview the match. We will also talk Comrades, which returns this weekend after a two-year absence due to COVID, and it takes place in the unfamiliar date of August. So We'll speak to race organizer Rowan James. If you are going to KZN, if you're taking part in the comrades, also send us your voice notes. Let us know how you're feeling and what your targets are for this race. Uh, but before all of that, we want to talk uh, cricket with Proteus fast bowler Andrej Nokia, who bowls at speeds of over 150 kilometers per hour. He joins us from the UK just uh, two days before the second test against England. And we want to also look back a little bit at the first test, a crushing win for the Proteus inside two and a half days and I keep saying two and a half days because the third day wasn't finished and you'll remember also that the first day only I think 32 or 34 overs were bowled uh, due to rain so it's definitely inside two days here that the Proteas got the better of England <coughs> and they are, are playing this one um, the second test is at Old Trafford I wonder if they're going to the game tonight then uh, some of the Proteas players there but Anna will speak to us shortly so we do welcome your questions or comments for any of our guests and also do welcome to send us your predictions of United versus Liverpool Tabiso Musia on SAFM. We go over to the UK now. Andrew Nochia joins us on the line. Anna, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us here back home on SAFM. Good evening. How are you doing? No, we're fine. Thanks. How are you guys doing? Are you in Manchester now? We just arrived here about an hour ago. So yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, great. Uh, no chance of going to the game tonight? Uh, I'm not too bothered, but I know some of the boys are going. It's raining a bit, so hopefully the weather doesn't spoil it, but they, I think they're well on their way. Okay, nice. And how were the two days off in London after beating England inside two and a half days? Anna, what did you guys get up to? No, it was good. It was good. There was uh, there was a lot of exploring being done. Uh, most of us, or some of us, obviously, our first time in London. So just walk around, see some, some scenery. Um, and yeah, just basically moved around, did a lot of time on the feet. So that's actually a good thing we're playing test cricket at this stage. But uh, no, all good. Just exploring a little bit and seeing how things look um, in and around the areas. Wonderful. And I know the focus is on the next game at Old Trafford. But but for this young team, where does this win against England at Lord's rank? And how does it feel? Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, most of us, or like I say, a big group of us is our first time in in UK, our first time at Lords. So it's obviously a massive achievement for everyone, and it it means a lot. Um, I think it gives the boys a lot of confidence, uh, myself included. But yeah, it's still a long road to go. Um, still need to to get another two day or two games going. So um, yeah, but to start off with, if I mean, if you could have told us at the start that this is going to happen, no one would have probably believed you. Um, 
but otherwise it's just really really exciting and just taking in all the scenery and everything around in and around us and um glad we could get it at the end of the day um yeah looking forward to to what's ahead and what's laying ahead for us the next few weeks and how did you guys manage to block the noise about baseball cuz that was what all the talk was about before that first test at laws and i'm sure even the papers there in england were just full of baseball this and that yeah everyone likes that term but um to be honest we just focused on on test cricket and what we wanted to do we're not too focused about other teams as blueprint um we obviously understand and know what what that what we might expect um coming from another team but we quite focused on how we want to go about things what we want to do and how we want to go about that so we met very much focused on our blueprint so yeah not too bothered about it i know a lot of people goes on about it but we just like i said just focus on our own style of play Mm-hmm. And for you it seems you you must have missed test cricket R9 you reminded people what you're all about how good was it to be back on the field with the boys in white uh, it was I was so nervous at the start uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone told me I look nervous as well but that was it was just really so amazing to be out on the field playing red ball again um especially at the home of cricket uh, just a massive massive occasion and It was just so nice to get it on the way actually bowling first probably after a little bit as well get some nerves out and then um during the end of day 1 and and start of day 2 could just sort of be free and 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 do my own thing but yeah it's really just so nice to be back it's been over a year I think of of not playing test cricket or any red ball obviously being out for a bit and lots of white ball cricket in between um just a great honor to be back in the team again And and how is it on the sidelines especially when you are injured as a fast bowler? I mean, I'm sure you're itching to get back on the field. How do you deal with 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 those kind of setbacks? Yeah, you do. It's 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 probably I suppose it's hard because you look at the game and you want to be there and you, you then, then you try and do something or you try and do well for me I try and do more rehab or try and go to the gym more but you know you you're quite far off so um try and probably try and sort of switch off i suppose um rather than over focusing on cricket just try and get ready again for whenever the next game might be and i think that's the thing that got me through at least every time it was around the corner and then it was then they told me no another few weeks and then around the corner another few weeks so uh, yeah just focusing on on what's coming up and um, not looking too far ahead i suppose that's that's probably the easiest way to explain it Yeah. And just and just back to that first test at Lords I mean what was the what was your game plan was it to bowl as fast as you could trouble them with pace and bounce because you're bowling at speeds of over 150 kilometers per hour there Yeah it's probably a bit of both um not we weren't too sure what to expect it's obviously been quite dry in in, in the UK the last bit and um we we were thinking it might be a little bit more up and down maybe some bounces maybe some some pace would would assist that always i mean that always helps but um you know at the end of the day everything that i really trained at uh, at a stage we we went completely against it for the the weeks before the game and it just sort of worked out um to try and find something that's working on the day um probably the last day and even you know even the first day as well as uh, trying at stages try and stay consistent with the pace and and try and trouble them with that um so yeah it's more about un- understanding what the conditions are are telling you and and trying to sort of assess that rather than trying to focus too much ahead of of what you have to do and how you have to go about things i think that that's something that helped me there was a sort of a period in both innings is where you could identify that maybe extra pace or or 
yeah, maybe a short ball here and there um, could get us in the game. And yeah, just try and stick with that rather than overthinking it, I suppose. And and they kept swinging uh, true to the way that they want to play. You went for a few also, but does that matter in, in the role that you play in the team? Yeah, obviously, you don't, you don't want to be going to the boundary <laughs> so often. Um, but yeah, it, it's a hard one. It depends on the situation. I think this game, um, I got a bit of freedom to to try and sort of express myself and bowl the way that I can, um, try and get the pace up short bursts and and try and sort of put them under pressure so uh, maybe the next game it might be completely different so we'll just have to see how that goes but yes for the first game um, some of the shots uh, yeah we, we had some good I had good communication with Dean and um, and the coaches and they weren't too bothered about that obviously trying to trying to get it get the pace up and put them under pressure as much as we could at, at stages and did they tell you under the fastest ball that you bowled during that test, uh, I heard of, there was quite a few comments after the game, but during the game we just focused on on what we have to do. But yeah, during the media, afterwards they were speaking quite a bit about it. Yeah. Yes, they were saying in one of the in one of the papers that it's actually some of the fastest fast bowling that they'd seen in England in a very very long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, something in that line. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm not too bothered about it, but it's nice to have something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice for us too, just to talk about those speeds. For those who are just joining us, we are speaking to Proteus Fastballer, Andrew Nutier. He joins us all the way from Manchester, ahead of the second test against um, England. And uh, we do welcome your voice notes on 061-4104-107. Uh, we've got one. Okay, let's play. Good evening, SAFM. It's Mandilake in deep slot. Congratulations to Andr Nokia. Congratulations to the rest of the team. I remember we had Lance Klusner a few weeks, a few weeks ago, and we were talking white ball, and I said the most exciting thing is going to be the red ball because I felt that England felt they have turned the corner after their win against New Zealand, former number one, and India, I think, is current number one with their skillful bowlers. But I said it that it's very uncomfortable to face this bowling attack. This bowling attack is going to be one of the legendary bowling attacks in the world. And we still have Simon Hammer for Old Trafford outside. I don't know. And there's still someone like Rickleton. Uh, Proteas are in a good space. Okay, thanks for that. We'll let Anna respond after the break. We'll take a quick break, but you're welcome to send us your voice notes on 061-4104-107. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, we're still speaking to Andrew Notier. Anna, there's been a lot of talk about the bowling quartet or the awesome foursome as they call you guys, KG, Lungi, and, and even young Mako Jansen here. How do you define the roles? Because clearly everybody's got a role to play here. Yeah, I know there's been a lot of talk about it. I, I think um, we've got really a strong competition within the team and, and that's obviously something that pushes everyone to be a little bit better and, and put pressure on one another. Um, I think for the for the captain and the coaches, as they've said in the past, it's a it's a nice a nice little um how can I call it a nice nightmare to have of who you're gonna play. Uh, everyone sort of covers something different and there's different roles that each and everyone does. So I think all in all it's it's really nice to have an attack like it where you've we've got base skill, left arm, right arm, and then you've got obviously two two spinners as well. Um and unfortunately Duan went back home, so he's also Obviously, he's done great things for for South Africa. So he's also a, a, a great bowler to have. Um, 
uh, it's just so many options. Um, luckily, I'm not part of that, but um, it's really just great to have these options as a team and, and sort of when you're out there on the field and you understand what's going on and, and um, what the batters are thinking to have another 2.10 or 2.08 meter left armor coming in and to have Lungi and KG opening the bowling uh, probably two of our best bowlers. Yeah, it's just it's just incredible to have an attack like that, and I think it's something that can go f- a very far away from here. Talking about Lungi and KG opening the bowling, and how many times have you come on as a second change bowler in your career? Because I think I would think with the speeds that you bowl at, you should be up there opening the bowling. Yeah, actually, I haven't had that many opportunities <laughs> to open the bowling with the two of them. They've they've mostly taken the new ball, even with the white ball. So, not complaining too much. Um, I enjoy my role at number three or first change or fourth change. Um, but no, all in all, it's it's just really nice to to have quality like that starting us off every time. And then, do you have to bowl differently when you don't open and you are the, the first or second change? Uh, it depends what the captain is asking for. Um, really just depends on that. But uh, for me, my role is normally quite simple. Um, get the ball to the keeper and try and ball fast <laughs> most of the time. So uh, <laughs> however I do it, it's it's basically up to me, I suppose. Yeah, simple enough. Okay, let's take another voice note for Anderson. <laughs> okay. Look with the great bowling attempt of Andre It might look like a young team, but it's a team that was full of potential, full of talent. And it was great to see Andre Nogier bowling at extreme speed and seeing him looking fresh after a lengthy injury. Congratulations to the team, congratulations to them. Yeah, hopefully we'll run up the series and we build for what we started and continue the momentum. Learning battle from Cape Town. Okay, thanks for that, Kolani. And just back on the injury, Anrich, were you, I mean, are you pain-free now, completely pain-free? Do you have to take medication? And were you just worried about your future at some stage because it did seem like a long layoff before you came back and played IPL? Yeah, it was. It was a very long layoff. It's um, The major thing was just trying to identify what it is. So we do think we've, we've sort of got an understanding of what it is, where it's coming from and how to treat it. So still using a little bit of meds, but it's a lot better. It's... We, yeah, like I said, before we got here, we found some, I th- I wouldn't say solution, but some answers. So that's that's great to have. And then for me, I'm just treating it, um, try and stay on top of it. But yeah, obviously being out for so long and no one really giving answers or can, no one really that can give a lot of answers as to what specifically it is, uh, was a bit frustrating and, and scary at a stage where you're not sure, am I going to be able to bowl um, 20, 30 overs in a day again? So um it was really scary at a stage but just yeah look, just so grateful and happy that the medical team and everyone around us and literally everyone in south africa that's helped me i've gone to so many various people now that they've been able to assist me and yeah just get to the bottom of it at the end of the day okay um, well, judging by the bowling, it looks like you are over it, but we hope that you will make a full recovery. And before I go back to the voice notes, you got Jen, Johnny Besto out twice at that in that test at Lords. I mean, um, Clint bowled him there. He was England's probably most informed player going into this test match. Was there any specific plan for him? No, nothing, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. We've got our, we've got our individual plans to individual batters, but nothing out of the ordinary. Um, just trying to 
be aggressive when we when we could, but yeah, nothing out of the ordinary to any any player of them. I think we just want to try and come hard to each and every one and and give our A game. So yeah, nothing unexpected or un- out of the ordinary that we came up with. Okay, let's take another voice note as we wrap up our conversation with Andrew Nokia. Good evening, Tavisa. And good evening, Andre. Uh, you know, you know, you know what I like about them is that even our tail from the bowlers, I think each and every game I count over seventy runs. They are not going to be rolled over with that easy. You know that they are going to give you some runs, and he did well with his runs as well. Yes, actually, that's a very good point. He did. I think he was 28 not out there. And we had spoken the day before, and we thought the tail was a bit long. But Marco came in with a 40-odd, Keshav with a 40-odd, and Anna to 28 not out. How much do you fancy your betting, Anna? <laughs> I always back myself, but um, I know from the outside it doesn't look that way. But I uh, know I really do enjoy the batting part. been working long and hard, with, especially from the white ball part of it. Um, try and work long and hard on it and... The little changeover we had to red ball was interesting after a year to try and leave balls and defend balls. But um, it's just so nice to, to finally get out and, and score some runs again just to contribute. But um, yes, definitely, I think bowlers all in all, there's quite a um, a big variety of, even with the bowlers, of, of guys who can, who can bat. Some guys who are all-rounders, some guys who almost at a stage where you can be classified as an all-rounder. So I think like Marku and Kesaf, um, even Kachiso as well, um, they've proven time time, time again that they can bet and they can hold the bet and they're not going to be just blown over. So really nice to have that. I know guys look at them and think only bowlers, but yeah, they've they've got so much more to to give than just bowling. So it's great to to be a part of that where where you know there's someone's going to try and stick, stick it out or, or fight for the team at the end of the day. You think it's too soon to ask them to move you above KG? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we're all good where we are. I think we're there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. and just as we wrap up now, what are you guys expecting from at, at Old Trafford from the pitch there? You said it was raining today. Probably haven't had a look at it yet, but what have you been told about what to expect? Yeah, to be honest, we're not too sure, uh, or I'm not too sure what to expect. We'll, we'll, wait and see what what's been prepared and it could be dry it could be maybe a bit green uh it could be slow there's so many so many variables so it's it's hard to really say now at this stage but um we obviously we're not we're not expecting a rollover so it's going to be hard and it's probably going to go down to day four day five and and it's going to be a long hard toil at stages um so yeah we're not expecting anything easy i think in the next few days it's going to be hard so really looking forward to that challenge and hopefully we can get this one over the line as well yeah and wrap up the series very quickly there anna before we let you go a lot of people started hearing about you in the mzansi super league even though you'd been playing for some time do you sometimes think back and and be grateful to the tournament for just exposing you to everybody else yeah definitely uh everyone thought i'm from cape town playing for for <laughs> cape town let's uh but no, it, it it was really a massive um, tournament for for every every player, those that were well known and those like myself who who sort of made a name out of that. Um, it, it it's it just gives so much exposure. I think that's going to be the massive thing for us with the new T20 league that's coming up as well. So many young guys that's going to get opportunity and hopefully uh, chat to the overseas or, or, or sort of learn from from the internationals in the team and 
it could help a, a young player like myself at that stage. It, it just could be the, the thing that you've been waiting for, the breakthrough. So really excited about what's coming up as well next year, January. Okay, wonderful, Anna. Thanks for taking our call here in South Africa. All the best for the rest of the series against England. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the evening. Thank you. Andrew Knotier speaking to us all the way from Manchester, um, where the Proteas are about to uh, take on England in the second uh, test. They're, obviously, we all know they have a 1-0 lead. It's a three-match series, a crushing victory also in the first uh, test at Lords, and the second test gets underway on a Thursday at midday South African time. And he's not bothered by the football. He's not going to the football as you had there. He says some of the guys are already on their way to Old Trafford for the big one between um, Manchester United and Liverpool. It kicks off at 9 uh, South African time. But uh, as you heard from him, it is raining there in Manchester. I guess no surprises. Okay, let's take a quick break and we will actually talk about the football, Man United up against Liverpool.